Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 145 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and in just a moment, Brandon Cunningham is going to join us as we now talk about his morning routine. See, in episode 137, I talked about what I've been doing since Memorial Day of 2018 and how that's changed my life, the benefits I've received from that. Well, you may not know this, but Brandon has a morning routine that he has gotten back to since he's been on his hiatus. And that was part of the step back and regroup kind of purpose of that break that he took. Now, ours are a little bit different, yet there's a lot of similarities. And the funny thing is, he has not read the Miracle Morning book by Hal Elrod, which I had and it based a lot of my routine on. So it's very interesting that even though we both have very similar morning routines, the way we went about it and learned about them, very different. Just goes to show you how much this routine is based on principles that work versus just the latest and greatest from some author. So if you're joining us from your uh, office, sit back, relax, and listen to our show. If you're listening to us on your commute, keep yourself very much aware of your surroundings and keep your head on a swivel because we cannot have you get into a wreck. So here we go, talking about Brandon's morning routine. Check it out. All right. Good morning, Brandon. It's 4 a.m. here in Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, we've got a slight breeze coming in from the south. Uh, temperatures are at 84 degrees, but the heat index makes it feel 175 degrees because it's summertime. How are you doing? We're indoors. Where's that breeze coming from? I don't know. I, it's not even 4 a.m. It's uh, I, was say, I think it's about to rain, too. <laughs> it's like we're 10 minutes to 11. Showers. Oh, man, it was sunny this morning. What the heck? Yep. Oh, wow. I think we're going to get some of them coastal showers. Uh, there we go aptly named because we're on the coast. Okay. <laughs> the reason why I, I jokingly said it's 4 a.m. Uh, is because we're talking about morning routines. I did an episode uh, during the summer about the miracle morning routine and how I've been getting up at five in the morning and what that entails to get up. I'm not going to go through my entire routine because that's what that episode's for. And I could just link that in the show notes here. And in a moment, I'll, while you're talking, I'm going to look up the episode number and I'll tell people where they can go. However, I, I'm interested to know about your morning routine because in a what was it last week the week before you mentioned that part of your process during the summer was to reestablish your morning routine uh, so tell us about like what time do you wake up uh, what do you do to prepare yourself for bed first where when do you wake up what do you use for an alarm clock uh, just the basic things around that well basically what i do uh, is is i'm i'm almost uh, let's see how old am i i'm 48 so uh, old. the only <laughs> old the only uh child I guess uh we have at home is our 17-year-old daughter who is clearly not a child so I uh, don't have a bedtime routine for her necessarily but uh normally I go to bed between 9 and 9:30 I just like to be in bed by then and start to kind of wind down one of the things that uh, my wife and I do is we do our bible study at night together before we go to sleep uh, that's just kind of one of those things that helps center you and kind of bring you uh, to a little bit of a peaceful 
part of your life, if you want to say. Some people don't do that. I, I know really, really great people that do not do that. And I'm not judging anybody who doesn't for whatever reason, however you want to do it. But <laughs> I like to just kind of bring the day to a close that way and kind of calm down a little bit. And then uh, I, I wake up with my phone every morning. I have an alarm set on it to play a song. And um, what's it, the song, by the way? Uh that is a good question. Just, just I hear, sing it. Just sing it. We'll I hear figure it every out. morning, and I can't remember it offhand do, uh, do, which do, one it do. is. But uh, "Woman Amen" by uh, Dirk Bentley. Really? Yep. And it's a uh, it's a really good song. It's got a good beat to it, and uh, that's what I hear every morning. Get the drums going. Get Dirk's going, and uh, then the guitar pops in, and and that wakes me up. I'm not a good sleeper, so I, I sleep fairly light anyway, but every morning I get up between 5 and 5.15, and I say between 5 and 5.15 because my alarm goes off at 5.15, but normally I wake up about 10, 15 minutes before it goes off. Because mm. I also have two miniature schnauzers that like to go to the bathroom about 5 o'clock in the morning too, so <laughs> it works out really good. So usually what I do is I get up. I, ha- I at, at night, one of the things I do is I put my uh, – Running shoes, socks, shorts, shirt right there by my bed so I can get up, get dressed, and get out. And I don't have time to really do anything else. I have my headphones and my phone ready to go. I can just get dressed and walk out. And usually what I do is uh, I let them out to go to the bathroom in the backyard, and I get dressed. And then by the time they're ready to come back in, I'm headed out the garage. So I try to be out of the house within about 10 minutes because – if you stay, you start reading email or you look at Twitter or turn on the TV and next thing you know, it's two hours gone by and you hadn't done yeah, anything. Yeah. So I try to be on the road pretty quickly, close to 530. And um, then I'll get back about 630. And usually by then my wife's up and either she's already gone or she's getting ready to leave. And so I, I'll spend the next probably 30, 45 minutes doing uh, my personal Bible study, try to do some journaling. I'll, I'll usually try to spend about 15, 20 minutes in some kind of book that I'm trying to read or get through. And uh, then I'll get in the shower, get dressed and and head off to work. I try to get to work about eight o'clock. Uh, sometimes I'll spend a few minutes in the parking lot. And this is something that kind of started this, this summer I started doing. I was finding I would get to my office. I would sit down. I'd start reading email and stuff like that. And I would sometimes get distracted. I'd go down a rabbit hole on an email or message that maybe wasn't the top priority, but I made it because I just saw it first. Yeah. So now I sit in my truck when I first get in the parking lot and I, I make sure all of my email that is not important or maybe not priority is read through and kind of uh, doesn't have that little number by it as an unread email. And so when I get to my desk, I only deal with work emails. I don't worry about personal emails and, of course, the church and stuff like that. I, I try to focus just on work when I first get there and set mm-hmm. that priority for the day. Cool. And then so the morning routine when you're still at home, uh, what you get up at about five-ish, give or take 15 minutes. Uh, how long does that routine go on? Like when do you start preparing for work? So after you've taken care of you in the morning, you've worked out, you've had your prayer time, your study time. Um, yeah, what, what time about – What's the time frame? Does it take an hour or two hours? It's amazing because people will see me and think, wow, you look so good. It must take hours to get ready. But I wake up that way mostly. No, I I wake up looking like a homeless guy most of the time. Uh, 
I usually about seven thirty. I'm in the shower. I've, I've and I, I have two spoiled miniature schnauzers. I fix them breakfast in the morning, and then uh, I don't usually eat breakfast. I'm not a huge breakfast person during the week. I love breakfast, but I just don't eat it most of the time because yeah. it kind of weighs me down. But uh, I drink my greens. I have uh, all oh, yeah, the that's right. fruits and vegetables and all that kind of stuff. I drink that in the morning, and uh, while they're eating breakfast, I'll go get in the shower. And usually I'm out of the house by about eight. Um, I try to leave the house by about eight and, uh, I have about a 20 minute drive to work and listen to some podcasts, that kind of stuff. Okay. Doesn't take me very long to get dressed because we don't have a dress code. So I wear flip flops and shorts yeah. most of the time. <laughs> I hate you, man. No <laughs> kidding. No. Uh, yeah. For me to, to actually dress up for work because it's a business casual, <laughs> uh, setup down here in Corpus Christi. Uh, I have to have my clothes kind of ironed out the, the right. Sunday prior. I'd, I'd try my best to iron out the whole week's worth because otherwise I'm spending every morning or every evening having to iron. And the fact that you just get to throw on clothes and <laughs> Get out the door. I'm like, mm. how many times have I worn this t-shirt? I probably should get a different t-shirt. <laughs> no closed-toed shoe requirement. Uh, so that's the difference between working for a healthcare organization that does, and, and specifically a department that does live face-to-face trainings right. uh, versus you. You work in uh, information software. technology and software. <laughs> Most of your client meetings are virtually, either by phone right. or video. So um, I've always wondered, though, like if you have to meet with like big wigs, do you have like this like drape, like a cape that <laughs> it's just like the top half of like a suit and tie <laughs> that you just drape over you to make it look like you're in a full-on suit? I don't do that, but I do have a polo shirt that has their <laughs> office logo and all that kind of stuff in my uh, uh, office, just in case. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, so how long have you been doing this routine? I know you reestablished it during the summer, so that implies that you got away from it. Right. But when did you first do this routine and, and what were the benefits that came from that? I think a couple of years ago, and we've talked about this on a previous episode, uh, I got really fed up with my weight and my health overall. Mm-hmm. So I decided to get in shape and I started the uh, couch to 5k uh, app and, yeah. and ran a 5k and did a couple of triathlons and uh, some mud runs. And we have Thunder Dash coming up uh, oh, yeah. pretty soon. By the way, I owe you money for that still. Yeah. It's like $1,000 <laughs> or something. Uh, interest, man. But uh, <laughs> And so what I started doing was I would sign up for a race or sign up for something well in advance of being ready for it. So that would kind of force me into training for it. And mm-hmm. so I developed this early morning routine back then to to get up and get my running and stuff like that done. Also, because I needed to do other things in the morning and I didn't want to take anything away from my family or work or other things. So I, I made it five o'clock in the morning. So I'd be done by the time everybody else started to get yeah. up. And so that worked out really well for me. Then uh, probably about six months ago, I got away from that routine uh, to some extent because uh, I think I had an injury or something. And so I took a little time off from running and I started sleeping in. And the next thing I know, uh, May had rolled around and I really wasn't in a regular routine. I was I was running maybe two times a week and uh not running, of course, five times a week. So it was starting, I was starting to get a little sluggish. Yeah. And, um, I, I wasn't as productive prior to like 10 o'clock in the morning as I normally was. So, uh, this summer when I took a little time off, one of the goals was a to relax, to rest, give myself a break. Don't beat myself up because I wasn't in that routine, mm-hmm. but recalibrate how that benefited me and decide, do I want to invest in it again? Do I want to make that another part of my, my life, my regular life? 
Um, and, and of course the answer was yes. So I started back to getting up at five o'clock in the morning and, and, and running and reading and, and that kind of thing. It took a while because once you've not done something, you know, you can do a routine for two years and if you don't do it for a week, for some reason, it's really yeah. hard to get back into it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what that is, but I set certain things, you know, and, and get some accountability, tell people, Hey, I'm going to run in the morning. And, you know, then whenever your wife asks you, Hey, did you run? You're like, no, I just kind of laid here and was lazy. Then, you yeah. know, there's some accountability there, but, um, I just started to notice in putting it back in place how much happier I was, healthier. You get that time alone out, you know, even though I've got headphones, I'm listening to podcasts and stuff like that. I'm not in my head as much. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about kids, family, whatever it is. I can kind of relax a little bit. And so when I do come back and take a shower and get ready to face the day, I'm in a much different place. Yeah. I'm not a, a coffee drinker like you and you talked about having that coffee. But for me, that that is my boost. It makes me and I'm a morning person anyway, but I'm kind of hyper in the morning. But if that's not you, don't think, well, I don't want to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Maybe you get home at five thirty, six o'clock at night. Take that six to seven hour and just do something that kind of relaxes you and, and builds you up with a little bit of energy. Yeah. I really like that it's not just what you're doing in the morning that gets you up and jump started. It's even what you do the night before right. to prepare you to get that good night's rest. And uh you're consistently going to bed uh, you said 9.30 or so. Right. And, uh, you know, circadian rhythms, if people understand <laughs> circadian rhythms, your, your body is actually naturally waking you up 15 minutes even before your alarm goes off. And I've been doing the, the miracle morning routine since uh, Memorial Day weekend this year uh, because I wanted to establish a morning routine. Some of the things I felt like was missing from my life was that the spiritual side of it. I wasn't spending right. the time in prayer to really um, center myself. I would just kind of get up in the morning, rush to get to work, and then it was all about work. Mm-hmm. And then I get home and I'm just so tired from work. It's like, well, what about my family? I'm, I'm too tired to give my best to my family. And I just heard other people say that, you know, spending time with God, spending time in the Word, studying, that's going to really enrich your life. And, uh, and I was also looking at, you know, things that we talked about doing, like writing a book. Um, I want to launch a, a public speaking career uh, outside of my work. In a way that doesn't interfere with my work because you know, I'm just in a sweet spot right now with, right. you know, how many people can say they love their corporate job? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm one of those weirdos guys <laughs> and uh, I'm going to ride that way for as long as I can and just uh, follow, I guess, the leadership of Lisa Reynolds. I even say we've met Hill. your boss. Yeah. So she's my, pretty my awesome. My boss's boss and she <laughs> really sets a an environment that allows well me to thrive and, um, you know, it, it just works. So learning from her is, uh, and emulating that wherever I go, it's going to be amazing. Uh, anyway, just realizing that when I'm off of work, my family wants me with them. Right. And so doing those extra things to grow myself isn't happening after work. I can tell myself that, but the, the reality is it ain't happening. Right. Um, so really the only option I had left was to build that margin in the morning. And uh, gosh, it's now been three weeks, I think. Not three weeks, three months. Wow. Uh, and uh, my body is used to it now. I mean, this morning, it, it's Saturday. We're recording, doing one of, our, one of our batch recording sessions on Saturday morning. And my alarm on the weekend is set for 6 a.m., whereas Monday to Friday, it's set for 5 a.m. This weekend, so this morning, I actually woke up at 5.45, 15 minutes before my alarm went off, and I felt like I overslept. And I was like, no, I didn't oversleep. I, I woke up. And I was like, well, I'll just get out of bed now. This is cool. And I get a jump start. Uh, last weekend, both mornings, again, alarm clock set for f- uh, six. I got out of bed at five. 
like, well, I'm up. Let's do this. And now my body's starting to adjust on the back end. So I'm getting tired at, you know, nine thirty, ten o'clock. I'm ready for bed by 10. Um, my son's been working at McDonald's the past Woo-hoo. two or three months. Uh, he doesn't get off work till 11. So, so and he, the kid won't get his driver's license yet. Uh, I bet and, if he walks to uh, McDonald's a couple of times. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, well, it, you know, his mother, my wife, or uh, it's she's like, does he work like at crutch. the one near your house? Uh, not the one that's closest to the second closest one. Oh. So it's like uh, two miles instead of one mile away. Um, the one mile one would be perfect. He'd be one of those guys who walks to work and oh I'd Maybe be so jealous. Buy him a bike or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could, he's like got that. a bike. He could easily get to work in like five minutes, 10 minutes. Um, so anyway, so we'll do one on parenting soon. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nudging kids out of the nest kind of thing. <laughs> Always have to be kicked out of the nest. Step one, driver's permit. Step two, driver's license. Well, one of the things you said too is, is, is you have things that you want to accomplish. Yeah. When do you make that investment? Well, you're taking that time in the morning and, and, and that's me. I want to, uh, a be stronger and healthier, but then I also want more time in the word. I also want to journal. When can I make that investment? And, and most of us look at our day and it's like, well, I've got this, 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 and this, and there's no time. So, so you have to create that space. Yeah. Because I want to be a, well, then. I have to figure out a way to invest in that. If I want to buy a business, I have to figure out a way to invest in that business. So I have to save a dollar here, a hundred dollars here, you know, money in order to do that. Time is the same thing. If you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 145. There you'll find links to episode 137, which inspired this conversation, as well as even last week's episode, we'll even share with you links to the episode where Brandon talks about the greens. What is that? He mentioned it a number of times in this episode. We may as well include a link for that. We're also going to share with you a link to his ringtone or his alarm tone that he uses to wake himself up in the morning to inspire him and remind him that he is living his life for his Lord, but also that he's showing appreciation for his wife first thing in the morning as he is waking up. And that is to the song Woman Amen by Dierks Bentley. So there you have it. We're so glad you joined us this week. The best way you can support our show right now is to share this episode with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. Because you know somebody who would really benefit from this information and this content. Share it with them. Don't hold it to yourself. Share it. Be a nice neighbor. Be a good friend. Share that. We're coming back next week talking about fitness because there's some stuff that Brandon has in his routine that I don't have yet. And we're going to share that with you. Until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.